This is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes midweek to think about astronomical things. There are several interesting spaceflight experiments happening around now. Firstly, on the 28th of October, Strato Launch, builder of the world's biggest aeroplane, successfully flew a prototype of its air-launched Talon hypersonic plane. The launch aeroplane is the size of a football field and looks like two planes joined together with one big wing in the middle. And in the centre of the join nestled the small Talon test vehicle and off they flew, 7,000 feet into the stratosphere above the Mojave Desert in California. This is a significant step into reusable hypersonic flight at high altitudes. Primarily, the applications are military, where small high-speed planes can travel five to six times the speed of sound and could be used to intercept missiles. However, the original intention of the massive launch plane was as a reusable satellite launch mechanism. And much of what this is all about is testing ways of flying high and fast for any purpose and getting there faster, cheaper and with less environmental damage. That's the main focus. Also on the testbed is a way of getting heavy, bulky things to land on Mars. Yesterday was the test launch of Lofted, an inflatable Mars landing gear, which is an expandable shell, a kind of heat shield, that may help to get heavy things down onto the surface of Mars through that thin Martian atmosphere. This thin atmosphere means there's little drag, so items plummeting to the surface don't slow down as much as they do here on Earth. Plus, surface gravity on Mars is just 40% of what we have. New entry, descent and landing tech will be needed to get super heavy payloads, that is things like habitat modules for a future research base, safely down onto Mars. Expandable aeroshells are one possible solution. These saucer-like structures are designed to compress tightly enough to launch aboard conventional rockets, and then they inflate upon arrival at their planetary destination, potentially providing enough atmospheric drag to help land objects much more massive than Perseverance or Curiosity, the rovers that are currently on the surface of Mars. Parachutes would still be needed, but the big shell would slow heavy objects down enough for the parachutes to do the final job of lowering objects down gently onto the surface. So this week's test involved putting the shell, compressed into just 2.3 by 1.3 metres, into orbit and then releasing it to head down to Earth. And the shell expanded to six metres and barreled through the atmosphere, reaching temperatures of 1,400 degrees centigrade before deploying parachutes and splashing down near the Hawaiian Islands. This technology can ultimately enable new missions to Mars, Venus, even the largest moon of Saturn, Titan, becomes a possibility because of the dense atmosphere there. And it could also be used the payload returns to Earth as well. So it's a sort of multi-purpose way of getting heavy or difficult things through peculiar atmospheres. Well, peculiar to us. And finally, just to give us a fright on Halloween last Monday, an asteroid the size of the world's tallest building tumbled past Earth, about 2.3 million kilometers away at 68 times the speed of sound. And that is six times the distance between Earth and the Moon. And cosmically, that's close. Although from time to time, there have been asteroids coming between Earth and the Moon, but not quite as large as this one. NASA flags any space object that comes within 193 million kilometers of Earth as a near-Earth object and classifies any large body 
within seven and a half million kilometers of our planet is potentially hazardous. And once flagged, these potential threats are closely watched by astronomers who study them with radar and other tech for signs of any deviation from their predicted trajectories that could put them on a devastating collision course. And some of these observations take place in Sutherland in the Northern Cape as part of the ATLAS project mentioned a few times on this broadcast. The ATLAS project tracks about 30,000 lumps of rock and since the project started in 2017, it spotted more than 700 near-Earth asteroids and 66 comets, two of which actually hit the Earth, but they were small and didn't cause any damage. One of them crash-landed near the border of South Africa and Botswana and may have squashed the odd lizard. So that's the roundup for today. Plenty of engineering tests going on all the time with new types of launch vehicles and ways of getting about and on and off the planet. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. FM.